Yo, what's good, what's good, what's good? You are now tuning into another episode of Best of Both Worlds. Um, I will have a very special guest with me. Um, he don't know I'm calling him. Uh, he don't even know he's gonna be on his on his podcast. Um, it's Jordan Campbell, my co-host of a podcast that he started that I'm a member of for the future. This is not the official for the future podcast where we have all three members or five, six, seven, all, all the members that we have now, but. It's it's us, and uh, we're gonna talk a little bit about that, and I'm gonna chop it up with him, pick his brain. Um, like I said, he don't know, he don't know. So y'all go ahead and stay too, man. Can't wait to see how this go. Yo, yo, what's good with you? What's good? This is Brock calling from Best of Both Worlds. Is this Jordan Campbell? Yo. <laughs> Yo, it's good, bro. Y'all got you on the podcast, man. Um, yeah, I was doing an episode. I'm not tired. It's, I know it's late, but like, I feel like I got a lot of time on my hands. I'm not going to sleep no time soon, so I want to go ahead and bang this out. Um, this is not the official podcast I'm doing with, you know, the For the Future crew, but I wanted to, you know, have this with you. I don't, I don't. We never did an episode on mine, so, you know, why not? You know what I mean? So. So first off, man, go ahead and talk a little bit about your background, like, you know, how you grew up, what was the household like, and all that. Yeah, so, uh, pretty much, I didn't live like your normal life, well, didn't live a normal life for what people would say a black, uh, a black guy, so I have both of my parents at home, uh, I never, like, my parents, I know they, they struggled a little bit, but... Uh, I never was there to notice that struggle. And I feel like that's a big difference between a lot of people who would possibly be in my position, people who are like me, people who are in a black community and are living in the city. Uh, you know, that's the difference. Like, they, they tend to notice the struggles that their parents go through. And I, I as I got older, I realized that my parents, they, uh, they, they did struggle. As I got older, I noticed that, like I said, but... Uh, when I was younger, it was just something that, like, just, like, flew over my head, you know? And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty lucky to be in the position that I am today because I've never really uh, have been in a position to be uh, struggling. And, yeah. So, like, what do you feel like, like, what did you take from your circumstances? You know, like, I feel like everybody, when we get to a certain age, um, we start to look back on a lot that we've gone through, a lot that we're going through, and we try to tie that into what our purpose is and why we're here. So, like, what did you, like, I know you came to that point. That's why I'm bringing this up, because we had this conversation before. But, you know, what what did you take from that circumstance and what did you use out of, what, like, hold on. I'm going to ask this question right. My bad. So, a- after reflecting on where you come from um, in your life experience. What did you take from that? Like, what do you feel like your purpose is? Yeah. Uh, like I said, I didn't notice my family struggle until mm-hmm. I got older. Right. And so a big thing for me now is, like, I got to put in just as much work as I've noticed my parents put in uh, all these years. Uh, one of my friends, uh, they say this all the time. And, like, the more they say it, the more I kind of feel the same way. He says, like, I have to be rich. Like, I, I got to be I gotta be wealthy. I got to have money. You know what I'm saying? And I, that's a really big thing for me. Like, when I get older, 
obviously I want to work for everything I got, but I want to be able to feed my family at the end of the day, not just my family that I'm going to be living with once I get my own family, but like my mom's like, she's like such an example and she's such a, a hard worker that like I got to, I got to feed her too. You know what I'm saying? Like, so growing up, all the times when I've seen her struggling, all the times I've seen her cry, all the time that I've just, like, seen her in a bad position. Like, I could just give her everything, and I want to be able to support the people that are around me, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so, like, they're, my parents, uh, especially my mom, I do mention both of my parents, but especially my mom, I just got to be able to give them back what they've been giving me all these years. And I can only do that by putting in, like, just as much work as they did, not just having one hustle, but having like three hustles. Make sure that when I'm sleeping, I'm earning money at the end of the day. And uh, yeah, just put me on whenever I can put in work. Yeah, and it's it's it's, it's uh it's funny. Like when you say you want to give back to them, you know what I'm saying? Feed them. You, I I realize like you have that personality where you 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 look to help. And give to other people. You were like a, a giver. You were a helper. Um, mm-hmm. Hence, why you started for the future. Um, you just always been that guy. You know what I'm saying? So, like, how did that play a role in you wanting to give back and help the community? Because clearly, you know, with some, with a lot of us, we feel like. And I'm not saying this is your purpose, but you know, like for me, I can speak for myself. Like, I feel like I'm obligated. To eventually get back to my parents Like if it's not giving them something liquid Like something Like like I'm not gonna give them like Money money but like if I put yeah. An asset in their name that's gonna make Money yeah. from stocks yeah. on my dad account like stuff like that Like I feel like I'm Obligated like to do that because if I'm You know what I'm saying they they pour so much into me They put the right people in my in my life Put the right lessons in my In my head and all that so you know I feel obligated But how did you draw from that to get back to the community yeah uh yeah i feel the same way as you to be honest like i i just always feel obligated like i just gotta give back you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and every day like i'm just seeing some something go off that just like makes me mad or like pisses me off you know what i'm saying like this like i can't name stuff specifically uh but i just see like social injustice I see kids around me every day who are my age who are struggling. I was one of those kids who was struggling. One of the main reasons why I ended up starting my podcast was because I wasn't going to college. There was a lot of stuff going on. There was family situations. And I just didn't feel like I was ready to go to college. And I didn't feel like my school gave me enough opportunities so that I was... uh, I personally was ready to do anything other than college. You know what I'm saying? Right. And so I knew that there was a lot of other kids like that in my situation. And I knew my school year was ending. And I was like, all right, I got to be able, like, that was like my, my turning point. I was like, all right, there's a lot of stuff going on that teens and the youth are going through that, like, we just don't know how to handle. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And me, like, just myself, like, just speaking for myself, I'm when it comes to certain situations i'd say like i'm pretty mature for my age and i have a lot of connects i know a lot of people and like just giving people that advice that they don't get from these adults that are just pushing college Uh and pushing their ideas you know what i'm saying and that's a i think that's a really uh big thing when it comes to adults when when adults don't get 
what they wanted. You know, when they were teens and stuff, they kind of push it on their kids. They're pushing on the younger generation. But we got to realize that we got to do what we got to do, you know. Right. And one thing that got advice from an adult before it was like, before I could feed my family, I got to be able to feed myself. You know what I'm saying? I got to be able to make sure that my mentality is right, make sure my money is right, make sure I'm physically in looking and feeling good. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I just wasn't feeling and looking good. And I know that there were so many other kids around me who weren't feeling and looking good. So I feel like... Uh, with the the knowledge I have, with the power I had, and the connections I had, I just had to give back, you know. And I still do need to give back. Like the podcast the episodes that I've had, sorry from taking up that time, but uh, the episodes that I have, it's I have two seasons. That's not enough, you know. There's still way more to talk about, right. and even even when there's more stuff to talk about, there's more stuff to do too, you know. Like we've just gotten to the tip of the iceberg, you know what I'm saying? We just started the podcast, but I want to be able to. Uh, do community work you know what i'm saying give right. back and actually start doing physical stuff for people specific people you know what i'm saying right and yeah bro you just see stuff happening and you don't want to see it happen or at least i don't want to see it happen and so you know i gotta do something about it and that's been like a really big thing just gotta act on it yeah I, yeah so um to kind of go back into what you were talking about when you say you know like the school didn't really like basically saying like administrators they teach you and they tell you things that they wish they would have been told and taught at your age or they steer you in a direction that they feel is best for you instead of telling you how to prosper in your own unique way um mm-hmm. and and before you go on i just want to say that's not just teachers and administrators well yeah you know yeah, like yeah, parents, yeah my bad parents are guilty of it too community members are guilty of it too and i'm not saying that it's a particular actually no i am saying it's a particularly bad thing I'm not trying to, you know, come down on a lot of adults, but I'm just saying that that's something that we've noticed, or at least I've noticed, that just, like, isn't good in our community. We should be uplifting people in their own way and figuring out how every student who's coming up will be the future. That's the whole point of For the Future. We are the future, and we need to figure out our own way. We can't just keep using your way to, you know, get where we don't even want to go. You know what I'm saying? Mm Mm-hmm. So it's crazy... That you brought that up too, right? So I've been reading this book. It's called Outwitting the Devil by Napoleon Hill. And when I tell you this book is amazing, bro. Like, I highly recommend this book for you, for all the listeners, I, I, like all of my peers. Um, Just just read this book. Definitely read this book, especially if, you, if you're trying to take life serious. You want to make that next step or transition. Um, if you just like information... He wanted to be enlightened. This is a very, very, very dope book. But uh, I said I had to say this. When I was reading this book, um, it spoke about the importance of having an independent mind. And uh-huh. it was saying like, in, when it when it said this, it was speaking in the perspective of saying that the devil is evil. And what evil is, the way that evil can take over the mind is by taking over the mind of those who do not think for themselves. For those who have negative spaces, basically empty spaces in their minds that they don't occupy. So that's when, you know what I'm saying, the derail of their life goes down because they start to develop bad habits. They start to become bad people. Or not bad people, but their character changes. And it's just a downward slope from there. So, um... One of the key things is said in here, and I can't find the highlight that I made, but um, it basically said the best people to use for 
Let me go back there. Um, the best people to use to basically initiate that that negative mind, that mind that doesn't know how to think for itself, is by using people who are in position to educate. Um, and that is religious leaders, teachers and administrators, parents, um, pretty much anyone who has any sort of influence in a person's life are key instruments to leading people down the wrong path. And, you know, I think a lot of people should know that it is important for them to be able to have an independent thought, like not even because of the book said it. It's just that was always my thought. You know, like, remember, we had a conversation before and I was saying, like, the whole my whole idea behind um colleges forcing kids to look for a, a job look for occupation or people forcing people to or your whole idea of people being forced to go to college like your only option is after high school go to college do this do that reduce yeah. it. like it's like certain some people just don't can't take that route you know what i'm saying like it's individuals who in high school you know, their family is like really, really, really struggling. Like the times is hard, times is bad. And they have to get money now. They have to do something now to change their circumstances now. They don't have money or time for four years of debt or four years of time learning information that you may not use in the classroom. They don't have that time. They don't have that flexibility. So like and not even that people some people just aren't prepared exactly you know what I'm saying? like even, even if your parents are in that good stable position economically yeah people like like i just am not ready to commit to go to college you know like i wasn't the best student like i'm really good at community work i'm really good at connections and stuff like that mm-hmm. but sitting in a classroom like I, so the past few days i've been helping out uh, a friend of mine with her uh for college essays, like stuff that she has to do in class, like homework and stuff. Yeah. Bro, first assignment she did was so dope, yo. Like, I loved it. Like, I was like, yo, let me help you with this essay. Let me do this. But then she's gotten really comfortable with, like, coming to me and asking me questions. And I'm like, shit, bro. I don't... I'm sorry if I curse. No, I don't want to do this. Like, I, I don't want to get this work every day. Like, I help, I like helping you once in a while. Like, I, I like that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I like to... I don't like getting work every day. Like, you know what I'm like I just don't and like like I said, like I'm just not prepared to be in a situation or an environment where like I'm just getting blue blue out with work, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I I just some people just aren't prepared for that college life, you know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, definitely and like and yeah, like another reason why like cuz eventually it's still going to tie back into like the economic background but like mm-hmm. let's say you're not ready now you go into a college let's say it's a private institution let's just say it's not a private institution you go out of state for college and now you have a thousand in debt and you end up dropping out because you just wasn't ready instead of taking a route where it's like okay let me get a job or let me get two jobs get enough money to pay that you know what i'm saying to pay that even even though I'm not going I'm still making enough money or making the money that I wouldn't be making if I was in school you know what I'm saying doing something that I really don't feel like I should be doing yeah it's like you should have you should have freedom to have your own choice yeah I I definitely agree with that completely the other day I was talking to uh I looked up to this dude for like the longest for the stuff that he was doing he was traveling the world Painting, doing uh, mad community work, and I talked to him the other day. Right, this mm-hmm. is Ephraim Rock, by the way. Uh, talking to him the other day, and 
like he's always inspired me like i've always wanted to do like street art and stuff like that do community work he's met a bunch of people he's traveled to new york he's hitchhiked to california he's done mad stuff and i talked to him the other day he was like yo bro like i post all these pictures and i say you know this is like the life you know i'll, I'll be looking like i'll be chilling bro this shit was hard this junk was hard and like i don't think we realize how hard it is for some people because social media social media makes it so like you know everything's all like rainbows and butterflies and stuff like that but i don't think you realize like how good it felt for him to say like i don't mean any like diss from this but it just felt good that he let me know that he was struggling too yeah you know this dude is making money painting he's modeling now he has like a bunch of stuff going for himself but he, like, he took his time out of that day to be like, yo, bro, like, I know it looks like this, but I am struggling right now. Like, I, not right now, but I, like, I've worked up to this point. It wasn't just, like, all easy and, like, breathing, you know what I'm saying? I had to struggle. I had to run out of money. I had to get stranded in certain places where you never want to get stranded for in order to get where I am now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, all that man said he hitchhiked to Cali. That's crazy. Yeah. All, all your listeners, like, just, just know that, like, none of this, none of this is gonna be easy, like, at all. Like, don't go into anything expecting for it to get easy, bro. All work is hard work, and you gotta put work, like, you gotta put in work if you want stuff in return. And it's just simple as that, you know. That's and, facts. Um, this, oh my fault. Go ahead. No, go ahead, go ahead, because I was gonna go on a tangent. So Trey, uh, one of the dudes we went to high school with, for the listeners, um, Trey, he put a post on Snap. And he was talking about his basketball career. And he said, in eighth grade, I sat the bench on my father's team. I used to get picked on in school about it. I used to cry after the games knowing I would get bullied in school the next day. I still kept working. Ninth grade, I sat the bench on JV and my dad's team. Again, the bullying was worse this time because it was pretty much all year. Um, they said I would never be good. I still kept working. Tenth grade, I work, the work finally paid off. I was a starter on, the J, on JV. Uh, and moved up to varsity for sectionals. I also got PT on my dad team, and by the end of the season, I was a starter. I still kept working. 11th grade, I was uh, I was a six-man in the varsity for half the season and became a starter. I sold my team in sectionals because I didn't know how to score. I started all, all year for my dad's team, uh, but only averaging below 10 a game. I still kept working. 12th grade. Uh, I was a starter on my team, and I averaged the most points in the city. I didn't make AGR, second team uh, for for honorable mention. Um, I started on my dad's team this year, but still averaged about 15 points a game. But I could score 30 any given night. And then um, what was the next thing? He said, uh, the moral of the story is you can't ever say anything was handed to me. I work for everything. Um uh, it's going to keep being this way until I succeed. I feel like that's a message for everybody. Like, you can't, you're not going to be successful if you don't fail. You know what I mean? You got to look forward to failure. Um, and you can't give up. You know what I'm saying? And what, like, you, to, to bring this back to what we were talking about before, too, before we go on a tangent, um, mm-hmm. don't always take the route that people tell you to take because it may not be a route. Like, regardless, you're going to struggle. I'm not saying take the easy way out. Just take what's best for you because... As long as you feel like you putting in your all and you keep applying yourself and doing what you love to do, you valid. Like I'm saying, you may have to sacrifice a compromise eventually to to maintain. Cause I'm saying, you could love being an artist. Artists don't get paid that much, or a photographer. But 
know what I'm saying? Don't give up. <laughs> yeah, literally. Jalen, when we had our 24-hour episode on For the Future, Jalen, one of my closest friends, he, like, he, I don't know, like, the, the route he's going really inspires me because the, one of the first things he said when he was on the episode, or not even one of the first things, one of the most memorable things he said when he was on our episode was, I want to do this, I forgot what it was, I want to do this, and they don't make much money, but I'm willing to risk it because this is something that I really want to do. Yeah. That's one of the memorable things anyone has ever said. Like I've, I've never told Jalen this, but like that's literally one of the most memorable things anybody ever said. Now, one day a, a teacher of mine told me, like gave me one of the, like the worst advice ever. Like they were telling me, "Yo, like if you're doing all the stuff you're doing for money, if you're doing it for clout and all that stuff, there's so much more you could be doing." And I feel like people don't realize that, like, how much work I've had. And I'm not trying to brag at all. Like, I'm not trying to boast. I'm not trying to be that type of person. But, like, I put in a lot of work right. towards the podcast. I put in a lot of work towards, you know, getting to the point where I am, meeting new people. Like, I don't do this for money. Like, I'm I'm broke. Like, I work, uh, I work hours. Like, I'm working from when work was actually something that I was doing. I was working from, like, 10 in the morning to, like, 10 at night. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was working big shits, you know what I'm saying? And then I was doing the podcast on the side because I want that to be my future, you know what I'm saying? Right. And yeah, I may not I may not be making like thousands now, you know what I'm saying? But like I'm working towards my future. I'm putting work towards something more. And that's something that we gotta all do. We can't all be YouTubers. We can't all be SoundCloud rappers. We can't all be artists. But if you work <laughs> we can't all be yo Oh, go ahead, go ahead, my bad, go ahead. But that's facts, that's facts. I just some people need to hear that, but go ahead. Yeah, we can't we can't all be famous basketball players. We can't all be like free like you know what I'm saying? Like we can't all be famous, you know? But if you put the work towards something, you'll find out whether you can be that person. You know what I'm saying? Jay Z, one of the best rappers in the game right now, billionaire, one of the first uh artists to become a billionaire. You think years ago he was like, yo, like I'm never going to make it. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sometimes he did say that. But he worked towards what he wanted to do. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? There were probably mad people telling him, yo, you know, rapper ain't really a safe job. Mm-hmm. Especially because he, he was coming from the streets. You know what I'm saying? He, well, I'm not, allegedly, <laughs> allegedly he was, he was selling. So, you know, for him, and he said it in a few of his songs, like, yo, I'm not a rapper. You know what I'm saying? I'm just a street dude that rap. Like, he, but, he he ain't give up. He put that work in. And then on top of that too, he was like, yo, like, I'm gonna map this out the best way possible in case this don't work out. And he was getting busy on the business side of it too. So even if work uh not work, but rap didn't work, he was going he was gonna get something, bro. Cause uh Rockaware, his streetwear brand, that boom for the time it was up for the time it was out uh earlier. Rockaware was Yeah. Yeah, like yeah, Rockaware, that's his brand. Like, starting stuff like that, then, like, you know, I'm pretty sure he was doing all the investing in, like, yeah. stocks and all that. So I know he was getting busy on that aspect, but, like, yeah, starting his own record label, just going crazy. I respect it. I didn't know Rockaware was his all these years. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of fire. Like, you know, like, Rock Nation? Yeah, I, I didn't know about Rock Nation, but I never... I never made the connection to be honest. Yeah, like all that rock. I don't know where that come from, but uh, I should do. I should look that up too. But uh, yeah, like Rock Aware, Rock Nation, that's him. Yeah. So, going back, I got a question for you now. Uh-huh. 
how do you think your dad has inspired you? Because I know you talked about your dad a lot on your episodes. I know that uh, two episodes ago, your dad was on an episode about the coronavirus and everything. I watched that one. I really liked that one. Yeah. But uh, how do you think your dad has inspired you to work? You know what I'm saying? And your like mindset growing up? Well, first off, I appreciate you for uh, listening. Um, the episode I did before this one, which I recorded like probably hours ago, um, it was an episode I was giving thanks to all my supporters. So, uh, yeah, appreciate you, bro. Um, yeah. But yeah, to answer the question, my dad always, like, he always taught me from an early, early age to be a thinker. He always taught me to think for myself and be independent. Um, and his style of teaching and the, and the things he taught me is all the result of how he was raised. Um, you know what I'm saying? No father, single mother, and she was doing what she had to do. He had to be the man in the house. He had to handle his business. So um, in result, he took life lessons and taught me so that I didn't have to experience those things in life and so that I would be prepared when the real world comes. Mm-hmm. Um. So really it was just like, Some of the things he was teaching me, it kind of shaped my preference and my preference of people I liked and things that I liked. And then with that, so then with that, I started to develop into my own person. And at the same time I was developing into my own person, we started to develop our relationship as father and son to get closer. And that relationship then turned into more not not more of a friendship, but like we we got like a very 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 close bond. Um, so in that, I started to see a lot of things that I wanted to do that he was doing. You know, like a lot of the community work he was doing, a lot of things like just we're we're very alike. We're very similar people. Um, and like when I see a lot of things that he's doing, it's like it's it's kind of like I'm seeing myself like things that I could be doing in the future or things. Like barriers that I'm going to break or pass in my future, you know what I'm saying? Like he always says, he always says I'm going to be better than him. But I always think in my to myself and I always say in my in my head, I'm going to be better than him because I believe that. You know what I'm saying I can't just yeah. let him say it and not believe it in myself. Um, so like it was just seeing all the things he's doing. It's like yo, that's that's great. You know what I'm saying? Like like the anti poverty initiative. Uh, community place and uh, he just always had his hand in the community and it was like oh oh yeah, yeah one of the things he taught me and one of the things that he's always modeled i meant to say that before while i was saying that but um is uh you know what i'm saying basically don't forget where you came from mm-hmm. and that's that's pretty much his story like if you ever pay attention to how he move and um what he's been doing over the course of his career and his time is like it's always like yo this is where I'm from. There are people who are still in this predicament, still in this situation. What can I do um, at this stage in life with all this opportunity and all these resources? What can I do to give back or to help them uh, progress in life? So it's like, why not do the same for me? You know what I'm saying? Because early on, you know what I'm saying? He was young when he had me. So I, I was able to witness that transition. And, and witnessing that, I was able to experience or be around um Different demographics, you know what I'm saying? Like, um, 
I got a lot of friends who aren't as fortunate as I am. So why leave them behind? See what I'm saying? If he could, if he could do it, I damn sure could do it because I'm starting that. Basically, I'm starting with a head start. He didn't have yeah. two parents. He didn't have the resources. He didn't have the people in his life pouring into him. All that I do. So um, that was a long-winded way to just to say that, like you know, we we are very similar. We have a lot of similar preferences, and I feel like the work he's doing is good work. So it's inspired me to do good work. Mm-hmm. And I think that, uh, just to add on to what you said, uh, another like I don't think people. I've watched my mom for mad long. I watched her when we had a lot of well, when we had a good amount of money. I watched her while we were broke. And one thing I always saw is like she loved doing like party stuff. So she she always like that was always her side hustle. She wanted to start her own business, but like it was just really hard to. And she also loved to help people. She was always in healthcare. I watched her work at St. Anne's, Kirkhaven. She's working at a group home right now. And the older I get, the more I realize she used to love working like healthcare. She does not like that junk no more. She really doesn't. And that's something that she's trained for. That's something that she's learned to do. So it's really hard for someone like her in her position to just go and do another career. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And so one thing that I want all your listeners to know is that, like, make sure you do something that you enjoy, you know, mm-hmm. because you're going to be working for at least 40 50 something you like you know what i'm saying like that's something we don't realize like make sure we get something that you enjoy make sure you get something that when we wake up in the morning you know i always said yo i hate working but if i had to work i'd rather be going to a restaurant and working i love working in the restaurant business i like it's always been something i've been interested in Mm -hmm. yeah Uh, you you can cook man You, you got special hands yo thank you thank you and like I always go to the restaurant and I'm like, damn, like I really don't want to go to work today. And then I think, you know, it's it's all right. Like I'm I'm going I'm going to work in a restaurant. You know, it's it's gonna be fun. Like it doesn't matter. So you're always gonna have those days when you're feeling like you don't wanna work. That's just everybody does that, you know. But make sure you guys find a job that you enjoy. You you waking up and you know you're gonna earn money. It's a place that like you don't it doesn't seem like work, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's something that we all gotta strive to do. You know, Brock, you enjoy doing what you're doing. You enjoy the community work, as do I. You enjoy uh working you said uh realty, right? Like with properties and yeah. stuff like that. Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. That's something that you enjoy. So that's something that like you're gonna go to work, you're gonna wake up one morning and be like, yo, let me just wake up, put in the work for like eight, nine hours. Hopefully you'll be running your own business, you know? Like it's just, it's just you just all gotta you we got all gotta work for that kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? And you're gonna you're gonna enjoy it in the long run instead of working some nine to five job that you don't enjoy for forty years. We we have the time now, and a lot of people say, you know, you guys have, you guys have, uh, you guys got so long. You're so young. Yeah, but if you want to set yourself up for success, put in the work now, right? So that late run. You can rest. You know what I'm saying. That's, that's that's where that little that's where that mindset comes, man. That that not being able to think for yourself and just creating bad habits. Like to tell somebody you got time is the same thing as you um, being a third party and encouraging procrastination. Because you already a lot of people already telling themselves in their head, "I got time. Let me wait. Let me push this back. Let me do this down a third, and it, it becomes habit. Like. Let me push this assignment back, all right? Let me push Let me push doing chores back. Let me push doing anything important. Like, if I don't feel like doing it right now, I'm just not going to do it. And then eventually that becomes the story of your life. 
Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying and people do it intentionally. It'd be out of ignorance, but still. Yeah. And another thing I want to say, well, I want to include, is that we're not saying that you got to be putting in, like, crazy work every day. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's some days where, you know, you need to get your health right. You need to, you, you know, you need to get yourself right. You know what I'm saying? But, like, just putting in a little work every day, you know, doing something to invest in yourself is, like, way better than somebody telling you, yo, bro, you got, like, you got so much time, yo, take take this time off, take a year off, take, bro, you got to spend at least a couple, like, days out of the week putting in work towards the future, you know what I'm saying? You got to, like, that's crucial. Don't spend a week just doing nothing. Mm-hmm. This time, especially, is so important. It's so crucial for all those kids in high school. If you're struggling in high school, we had a live the other day, actually, on our Instagram. Mm-hmm. And we were telling kids, like, this is the perfect time for students that if you're struggling in the class, bro, if you're struggling, this is the perfect time for you to email your teacher that Zoom class and, like, have, like, independent sessions. Like, mm-hmm. it's way easier now if you're one-on-one. It's way easier to look online. You have way more time to be doing stuff uh, that you want to do in your future or researching stuff in your future. Silas was telling me the other day about, like, how he's learning way more about soccer. I spent <laughs> this time, like, learning more about my craft and cooking. I'm a, I'm really into, like, making bread and baking and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And so I spent this like, on Reddit, on Pinterest, on the Internet, reading books, learning more about baking and bread, learning more about uh, certain places because, like, I do want to travel this coming year. So learning about places so I can, like, get my money up and travel to these places, like, this is the perfect time. That's facts, man. extra work because there's nothing for us to do. If you're not working... There's, there, and you're like not taking crazy classes. You got hella time. There's no excuse. Yeah, that's all. facts. And then too, um, like a lot of people think that oh, if I'm gonna be successful, I can't sleep or I can't do anything else but hone in on this one thing. And like, I don't think that's valid. Like, and I'm not speaking from a position of a successful person. So mm-hmm. some people may not take heed to this. Some people may. It's whatever. But you got to think like um, the physical ain't everything. You see what I'm saying? Like the mental ain't everything. You still got to work on your spiritual, your, 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 your health, like every everything. You got to be you got to be sound all around. You know what I'm saying somebody can't think straight if they ain't eating right, if they ain't sleeping like right. That. You know what I'm like saying that. somebody can't and you and, and, and with me too I'm I'm spiritual so I feel like you ain't gonna you know what I'm saying if you ain't if you ain't giving thanks to to the man that's putting making everything possible then like how long is it really gonna last how real is it really gonna feel how satisfied would you really be you know what I'm saying like a lot of people yo I'm I'm I, I sleep two hours a day nigga about to die like <laughs> yeah. i barely eat I like, I, like but that's not good that that you shouldn't be proud of that you know what i'm saying like, and then too like a lot of people just because you're spending more time doing something does not mean that you're doing more a lot of people spend a lot of time doing shit like on their phone on instagram like a lot like not really doing like you know what i'm saying like I, oh i can give a great example a lot of people who wake up earlier in the day Say that they get a lot more work done Or a lot of people who go into the office early They get a lot more work done than they do in the work day Because it's less distractions So let's say that same Oh yeah So let's say that same person 
It's like, yo, I'm getting mad work done because I'm working from 12 to 12. Mm. Uh, You could get the same amount of work done with less distractions and less time. Mm-hmm. I agree. There's so many people out here that's like, I don't know, they're doing, they trying to do extra, but it's just not working out. You know what I'm saying? Because you, your mind ain't right. Yeah. You're trying, you're trying too hard to be something you're not. Mm-hmm. And like, that's something that like, I just refuse to do, bro. If I'm not getting, that's one thing about me, yo. If I'm not getting my sleep, I, I just can't get nothing done. I can't. Like, it's physically hard for me to get stuff done. You know, I need my sleep. And once I'm up, once I'm healthy, physically, mentally, spiritually, then I can put the work in. Yeah, that's everybody. Point? It's, but some, some people though, some people though, like, if you like some people who really, 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 really fall in love with what they're doing, sleep really don't matter because they fall into a trance. And we could talk about that in another episode, but there's like something that happens mentally when like you like but that that's another conversation. Go ahead though. Yeah. Uh I don't know. Oh, I saw a video. I think it was Rick Ross who was saying, uh Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was Rick Ross who was saying that he only get like five hours of sleep because he always working. Mm-hmm. And like that's respectable like you coming out like but where the album at though <laughs> like I, where the album I'm, 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 he dropped he dropped port of miami too uh oh no i see what you're saying i see what you're saying nope i do see i see what like, you're saying if, if every day you're only getting five hours of sleep you working on music you working on producing you working on rapping i should see albums yeah because because three there's 365 days a week you know what I'm saying I know he tore. So let, let's just say he touring for. Let's just let's just say let's just say it's some crazy John. Let's say he on road for, uh, hundred, hundred sixteen days. Uh, you still got mad time, to produce mad music. If you're working at that rate that you say you're working at, you still got mad time to produce mad music. And you drop yeah. one album, after dropping nothing for two years straight. Yeah, bro. It's like, like what, what's all that time going to? I'm a big fan of Rick Ross. You know what I'm saying? Same. But like, I just feel like it's not, it's not, it's that's just not healthy, bro. That's not healthy. If you're doing that junk every day, and another thing, I was thinking about this. This is probably has nothing to do with what we're talking about. But a lot of people they wake up real early, right? They go for their jogs. They 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 get a little work done in the morning, and then you have coffee though. Like it's the only reason you're like awake for the rest of the day. Like you're not awake or woken up or like you don't have energy because it's just like a natural thing. Mm-hmm. You, you have all that energy because of the coffee. And then as soon you as that, that coffee wear off, you dead sleepy. Yeah, exactly. So you might as well just get that extra few hours of sleep, put in the same work you would have put in because you're just gonna go to sleep and take a nap. Like it just that it just don't nail. That that's a tangent, though. Yeah, I don't really, I, don't I don't really support that coffee thing too, because I feel like you could get an even better energy drink that lasts longer, um, and it's better for you by just doing a smoothie, a little fruit smoothie, like a like like a morning fruit smoothie. Put some spirulina in there or something. Put put some like put some herbs in there or something. You valid. That junk will wake you up. It'll have you energized for the day. It have you feeling like refurbished. It have you feeling like good. Mm-hmm. I know for some reason. I don't know, bro. And then people. Just pe- think- oh my fault! My fault. Nah, you good. I just don't think the the uh, the energy is put into the right place. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like you said before, 
there's there's people that put in the extra work uh, wisely. You know what I'm saying? Getting that good amount of energy here, putting a good amount of energy there, going to sleep, waking up, and like putting more energy into what you need to. But the people that are just like seeing they waking up to do the same amount as everybody else, you should be putting in more work than everybody else since you say you waking up and you putting this work in. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, it's it's like I, I feel like people's mental, people's mental just be like, uh, what what's the um? The, I was uh, I can't even talk. There's so much going in my head right now. I gotta grab my thought. So basically, there's this game I started playing. Um, my girlfriend and her family put me onto it. It's called Rummy Cup, and um, like basically in Rummy Cup, it teaches you. That there's not always one solution to every problem. There's not always one way to think. Um, there's thousands, hundreds of possibilities um, and avenues. So um, I'm saying that to say this. A lot of people, the way that they think is just is so closed-minded. or They have tunnel vision. It's like, all right, this is how I think or this is what I see. And this is the only way. This is the only thing. Um, we could talk up like an example. We could do the coffee reference. Um a coffee, let's say you buy a coffee six days a week, you know what I'm saying? It's at least two dollars a coffee, and that's on the cheaper side if it's not Starbucks. Um at least two dollars a week. Or two dollars a day. Um what with twelve dollars? So twelve dollars a week. Instead instead of people getting like ingredients for a smoothie. They complain like, oh, doing that, you know, that healthy route, it's expensive. It's in a third. So if you're spending $12 a week on that, you're going to spend $12 for the ingredients. But you could get way more smoothies out of those ingredients. Mm -hmm. I'm saying a bag of frozen pineapples, a bag of frozen strawberries, some bananas, some spinach, some kale, whatever you put in there with you, some seeds. And it probably lasts you a couple yeah. weeks. Yeah. And that kind of goes back to what you started this whole thing off with. Is that Hold on, you're going to have to reset. I don't think it's going to catch that. It was kind of muffled. What? It was kind of muffled what you just said. You're going to have to repeat that. Oh, that goes back to the whole idea that you said different people have different uh, different preferences. You know what I'm saying? Because, mm-hmm. like, yeah, our mindset is like fruit smoothies and stuff like that chia seeds kale like you said but like coffee that just could be stuff like something for somebody you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and that like it's it's a good point to say like our opinion on stuff like that's just our opinion and how we feel but if if you're doing everything that we're we're saying right now like if you're putting in the work and you're drinking coffee every day that's what we said, you know what I'm saying? Because you're putting in the work. Mm-hmm. But we're just giving advice towards a better way for all those people who aren't on the same mindset as you. All those people that aren't putting in work, that aren't doing anything, they're the ones that need to be listening to this because we're just trying to help people out, you know what I'm saying? If you're drinking coffee and you're putting in work, that's just you. You don't have to listen. Like, obviously you should. But you don't have to, like, you know, really take in what we say because you're putting in the work towards it, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's just something that I wanted to include into this thing. Yeah, we are, we creeping on like 44 minutes. So, um, 
I'm gonna go ahead and, and, and close it out. Um, was there any questions you had or anything else you wanted to touch on before we wrap it up? Uh, I don't got any questions. Oh, yeah, I do got a question. Actually, no, I don't. No, I don't. But I do want to shout out you, Brock. Uh, I see everything that you're doing, the work that you're putting in, and I really respect it. Uh, all the people that you know, I need all the people who listen to this podcast to also go listen to my podcast, too. Like, right after you're done with this episode, go go look for my stuff. Yes, sir. Uh, for the future. Spotify. We are on Google Podcasts, we are on Apple Podcasts, we are on iHeartRadio, and a bunch of other stuff. It's called Oh, she's on iHeartRadio? I didn't even know that. I'm pretty sure. Like, I looked it up on Google, and it showed up on, like, that was one of the platforms that showed up on Google. So, I'm pretty sure we are. That's what's if up. If not, just to check the other ones that I said. Yeah, um, y'all lit. Number four, DA, and then Future. So, make sure you guys go check us out on all those. Our Instagram is for the future official. So... Remember, number four, D.A. Future. Number four, D.A. Future. For the Future. By Jordan Campbell. Yep. Oh. Uh, yeah, but just shout out to you, bro. Like, I, I really listen to, like, mostly all your episodes, bro. I love listening to your opinion. And, uh, yeah, I'm kind of jealous because you, you don't be in Rochester like that no more. And so you don't be on my episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Hey man, I appreciate it. Yeah, um, shout out to you. Hey man, we uh, we got to get that that full episode with all three with me, you, Ben. We should get Silas in there too, man. Silas, man, I really I, I rock with his mental, man. Yeah, me too. I rock with his mental. I want him to read this book I'm reading too, cause he, I rock with him. But um, yeah, man, thank you for answering, cause you could have you could have dubbed me and had me on here alone, but um. You caught me off guard, bro. You was like, "Hey, this this is the <laughs> this is the podcast, both best of both worlds." I was like, oh. "My TV was on, my music was on." <laughs> he had to put on his professional voice, <laughs> like, "Oh, hello." <laughs> All right, so uh, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna hit you tomorrow. Let's see what's up. All right, bro. All right, All right bro. All right, peace out. All right. Hey, man, y'all. Thank y'all for tuning in. It's another episode of Best of Both Worlds, man. You can hit me up at ibrock88 on Instagram. Once again, ibrock88 on Instagram. Um, any questions, comments, concerns, man, just don't hesitate to hit me up. I'm open to conversation. I'm open for criticism. I will accept it. I'm not like a lot of the new generation who will call it hate. <laughs> I respect it and I look forward to it because I like to improve and grow. So, um... Thank you for tuning in.